All right, what well, is let's, this? I don't what know. Is this, what is this podcast, Kevin? What I, is I have, what's happening? I, I have no idea. I have no idea. I guess. Um, so yeah, this will be casual, cash, cash chat. Um, I'm just gonna roll into it. Uh, that sucks because I'm, I'm wearing a suit. So. Oh, that is that is nice. I wish I've you would have told of, me before. I've heard of Canadian tuxedos, but what would you call that that you're wearing? Um, yeah, it's not Canadian. Uh, no. uh North Northwestern. I <laughs> uh, can't can't be tuxedo. They can't both be tuxedo, I would say right? Like a like a like a Ma- Massachusetts? No, I guess a Montana. This is an interesting thing <laughs> to me, and and tell tell me if you've noticed this, please. Okay, it's Canadian tuxedo, and we're trying yeah. to come up with another one, and we're both wanting to now do alliteration, right? But it's not, yeah, it's not. But like the that. first one isn't, and that happens <laughs> all the time. I, I think that's Why a is really. That? I don't Why know. Is, I I want to get to the root of this. Forget video games. Forget Thank you. Th- th- that's just a side note. I know for the listeners that are here that didn't even get an introduction to what this show is, they're really here to try I to figure out either. No. What is with what is with all this alliteration? When it wasn't deal? alliterative in the first place. Oh, I don't get it. All right, so Matt, we did it. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. Matt, there's a video game podcast. Well, look, it's 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 finally, finally, people have been asking why does no one talk about video games on the internet, and we're here. When you called me yeah called you, you, said up. I, you said i got a crazy idea and i'm thinking like well what could this well, you said it's an idea for a podcast and i was yeah. like oh well what if he maybe wants to talk about movies because you told me it was crazy well i know and, and let me tell you if there's anything crazier than a podcast about video games it's someone wanting to talk about movies on the internet but you said no 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 it's not movies and i go no. and then i'm like trying to think really crazy and i'm like i don't even know what you call it like i thought maybe you'd wanted to talk about crimes that have happened in real life and i'm like that'd be insane like that would tr- be- like real tr- like um <laughs> real crime non-fiction crimes and and you said no 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 it's not that Oh. And then I, my my head's just spinning. And when you said video games, I I was like, is there an audience for that? <laughs> and you, I said, and what did I say to you? I said, see, I have no idea. You said not for ours, but <laughs> could be fun. I said, hey, look, it's an excuse to talk about video games. A couple of pals palling around, and coincidentally, not using pal TVs to play the games. Right, right. That's the thing. Well, here's the, here's the thing. For me and podcasts in general, I'm supposed to be a cool guy. You know, I'm playing freaking guitars <laughs> all the time. You're cool on every podcast, right? Uh, yeah, well, except now maybe I'll have a chance to go to say, like, you guys, you, people don't even know that Evo, the search for Eden, is the best game. <laughs> and I, I never get an opportunity to say that. Well, uh, now you try. Now, this is the thing. So I listen to Matt's podcast. Now, surprise, Matt has his own podcast, right? And and I know what you're thinking. Real spoilers, Patreon, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I know about Matt's podcast. Yeah. If you're listening to this, maybe you found us from Real Spoilers. You know, Matt has his Patreon over there. No, Matt has an actual 
musical podcast. It's a it's a little sideshow. Exactly. It's a little you know something he does as a hobby when he's not doing the main Patreon. RSP. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so Matt has this other project, and he's talking to. He has these two potential co-hosts, right? Uh, one is just gorgeous, and then he's got Courtney mm. on there too. And hey. so he, he he's take got it these, back, take it back. I is this on speaker playing throughout the loft? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I have to tell her. I think we're it, honest you know, about you everything. To, do you guys sit down after every podcast and then go over? Say here's stuff. all the times you came up. Here's what Kevin said about you. No, no, no. I was just joking. I was just, it was a funny joke to say, like, I'm thinking Dylan is really pretty and all that. Okay. So he's Take got it the- back. Dylan is, <laughs> Dylan is pretty. <laughs> or absolutely. Do you then have another call with Dylan after the yes! talk was started? <laughs> okay. So he's got these two potential co hosts, both beautiful, oh, both gorgeous. talented, just <laughs> equally incredible. And, they talk on the show about they're like they talk about music and they have comedians on and i know right exactly tell us how you really feel but every once in a while i've noticed this matt sprinkles in little video game facts he talks about a game or he talks about you know that that thing at the end of an xbox controller all that and and his co-hosts are i'm sorry his potential co-hosts yes are just going like, what the hell are yeah. you talking about? And then yeah. one time Matt goes, I remember this press conference where the guy from Sega yeah. comes on and says, like, so I'm listening and I'm just hearing these little bits of wisdom sprinkled throughout. And I go, Matt, we can just talk about Like, you don't have to pretend to like cool stuff oh. just to have a podcast. Like, we can talk about this stuff. This The amount of times I've gone, Led Zeppelin rocks, dude, <laughs> right on on that pod, and I'm sick of it. Right, I don't know a single Led Zeppelin song. Oh, but I know all the songs in the Sonic the Hedgehog OST. Thank you, thank so. you, exactly. You know, if I said, "What is that song from Ducktales that plays when he's on the moon?" You talk about the you talk about the moon. You talk about the moon. What other ones are you talking about? It's a good song, right? And so how if, if there's another person out there that knows about the moon song from DuckTales, we gotta do a podcast. Like it's just it's law, it's by right. I don't know. Yeah, it had and to you, happen. You correct and correct me if I'm wrong, you were on a video game podcast that was stripped away from you. I was. It was just take I had it in, in the palm of my hand. I was molding it. I was shaping it. Yep. I was the creative genius behind it. I, I invented it. Um, those are lies. But yeah, I was on a gaming podcast. Uh, it was called The Games We Love, and it went through a couple of iterations. I was not on the first iteration, the alpha iteration as we refer to it now was on the beta now that has nothing that has nothing to do with my status and relationships right no no it's not no it's a it's a a programming term it's a it's a sequence Mm. of alpha beta you know so just let's get that straight so i was on the second iteration of this podcast it was myself it was aaron white the actual real creator of the Mm, games we love and uh brad hyan who you may know murderer and the murderer of the, the mur- oh of the game podcast yes is that is that how we refer to a podcast that's ended is is murdered okay most podcasting terms are true crime terms i think that's uh, real wait what's that i thought it was called real crime what did is i say that- non-fiction crime shows yeah, yes okay. I, I mean if you're gonna make up terminology let's keep it video game related stick. right let's cash in on that video game yeah. You know, uh, so anyway, and then Brad Hyen, who you know from a uh, guest on Real Spoilers podcast, we did a show called Show Spoilers back in the day where we talked about Game of Thrones and Mr. Robot. And, you know, it, it hasn't been on for a few years, but 
you know Brad if he came from the real spoilers area. Anyway, so we did the gaming podcast. Honestly, it just is a lot of work, and we were all juggling work and life and other podcasts and stuff. And it just it got too hard to be able to commit to doing it on a regular basis. It was fun. The episodes are still out there. It's great. But that kind of turned into, uh, can we retroactively say a backdoor pilot? Or the idea kind of sprang from the reason the show is called Circle of Wizards comes from episode, I've got it pulled up here, episode B9. I don't know what the B stands for. We're not going to. No, no, no. no. Uh, episode B9. That's all it's called. Uh, Beta cuck. <laughs> the episode is called Thanks for Wasting My Time, Wizards. And there's a story on the podcast. We were going back and playing different games. What we were doing is like, what are you playing? And we tried to play the same game most of the times. And then we'd also be going back and playing older stuff, catching up, whatever. And I decided I'm going to go through all the Final Fantasy games, the original ones like NES that I grew up on. I bought the. Did you ever end up buying it? Like the collection on Steam? The re- I didn't do it. I didn't okay. do it. I need... This is another thing. Even for my own hobbies that I love, if I'm not making content out of it, there's a very <laughs> right. good chance it won't happen, you know? Uh, it's a good excuse though, right? Like, yes. it's like you're like, oh, I can't get to that video game backlog, but it's like, well, I got a podcast. I have like, to. I got, I got to play the games. Like, I'm sorry. It's And just, it is... Uh, look... It's how you end up watching all of the Police Academy movies. Oh, man. What a great episode. Binge movies. I guess I'll just say it. I think we should, right? Like, if the thing is, Matt and I do a lot of different podcast appearances here and there. And so, you know, you probably know us because now we're famous and you're going back and listening. Like, where did it all begin, right? Like, episode 300 of Circle Wizards. And it's like, I'm going to go back and listen to that first one. And now we're talking about movies and these things. Like, people don't know us from that, right? And and they'll go like, oh, wow, Matt was on binge movies before Jason went to jail. That's awesome. (laughs) That's so cool. Oh, man. You know, in the walking in the footsteps of Ernest, he said, I just want to be like my heroes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but anyway, well, back to the to the podcasting. So go listen to that. It's episode nine of the second iteration of the games we love. It's on the website. It's on the podcatchers. You can still listen to it. But I'm going back and playing Final Fantasy and I'm playing this thing for hours. I'm making good progress and I get stumped. I waste. I think it was like over an hour going around the entire world map because I'm like, what do I do next? I know I got it. It was the part where if you guys have played Final Fantasy, you have to get a canoe to cross a certain river to get into, I think, a cave or a town or something. It's the Crescent Lake City is the area this is in. And so you talk to these wizards. They're sages technically in the game, but for our purpose, and since the whole whole podcast is based on... on, That's our first review. <laughs> uh, Kevin said they were wizards, but <laughs> so that's the that's the fun of it. And you'll hear on the episode like I call them wizards. You know, like they look like wizards. I take that they can do magic. I don't know. They're wizards, but you talk to the circle of sages, and uh, there's maybe what nine, ten of them. They're all in a circle, and I start at the bottom left corner and I work my way around clockwise. And and I tell the story. It's way more fresh on that podcast. But you know, I talk to one. He's like. Like, 
hey, oh, uh, lovely weather we're having. And you go to the next one. And he's like, oh, look at this town over here. It's, you know, go over there next to the trees. And, you know, I'm going around to each one. I go to eight or nine of them, and I'm like, these guys are wasting my time. It's flavor text. It this, doesn't mean yeah, nothing. I, yeah, there, it's just, it's such a waste of my time. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I leave the circle. I travel around the map for over an hour going to each place, each castle, each town. I can't figure it out. I go back to the circle of wizards and talk to the ninth or the tenth wizard, the last one that I didn't talk to. He's the one that says, go get the canoe and sends me on my way. So, And this, hey, this guy don't use no guides, you know. Oh, never. I, I this honestly, guy's pure. It is one of the things that I'm not trying to be like an elite whatever, but like I really hate looking up walkthroughs and guides. I really do. I'm like, I want to try to do it on my own if I can. Well, that's interesting. That? That's a good topic. So I do think there is a sort of language of video games, right? Like, and that I think would be an example of, so I guess what you call an early video game where some of that wasn't maybe established yet. Right. And that, that I would call poor, uh, like user. Yeah, what do you like a what user you experience it? like you would say yes, on a website I would say or something? That is on them. That was bad, but you don't know that because because it's. I was playing some puzzle game. I thought about. You tell me if this is a dumb idea, and if it is, just cut it right out. Well, first Maybe of all, the, Matt, there are no dumb ideas, so go on. Thank you. They say that, um, but like I've heard some dumb ideas, right? I've heard like a the, lot of dumb ideas. Okay, good. I think I think what people should say is. You should bring up the dumb idea because maybe that will lead us to a good idea. There you go. But that's still a dumb idea. I I like it. You know what? And that's a really catchy phrase. Yeah, right. Rolls off the right? tongue. Instead of saying there are no dumb ideas, I also, like... <laughs> I want to jump back. Circle of Sages, that's alliterative. It's not as good. Circle now, of Wizards is better. That's interesting. Is that still... Because one's a C... And one's I, I, an S, but does that count as alliteration? I believe it's the consonant sound that, okay. that matters. Well, uh, you are nothing if not the consonant professional. <laughs> consonant, <laughs> that's very funny. Uh, so I think that is on that game, but... Uh, oh, one, right, because man, I, hold on, I gotta jump back through a hundred oh, things. Please, please. One, <laughs> one thing I was thinking was I could start going through my Steam library alphabetically yeah. and just playing oh. a little bit of each one. Do you have Steam pulled up right now? Um, no. Keep, well, keep talking, but pull <laughs> it up. Keep talking, uh, but pull it up. I want to jump playing, into a different tangent before we get done explaining the title, so keep going. I was playing this um, puzzle game. It's very cute. Very, uh, graphics. Bubble. But that was it. Bubble Bubble. Uh, no, I don't remember what it was. With the little dinosaurs or whatever, the little dragons that shoot the... Or bust a move. Bust a Wait. move is the little dragons, right? Bubble Bubble's got dragons. Does and it? then there's the sequel where they're humans or something. Oh, you're right uh, there. Okay, Bubble Bobble Bubble Bobble has the little dragons, but is Bust a Move a knockoff? Because that's a, a game, right? Bust a Move is a game. That might be the sequel. Or no, what the sequel is one where they have little dragons. rainbows. Okay, hold on. If I type in Bust a Move puzzle game into Bing, right? Because we Bing now to get our points. That's you got to get your points, your Microsoft if you're, points. If you're a gamer, use Bing instead of Google. And they'll give you free Xbox gift cards every nine years when you get yeah. enough points. Yep. So if I type in Bust a Move Puzzle Game to Bing, what comes up? The Wikipedia listing for Puzzle Bobble, which looks just like the art for Bubble Bobble. So they've got to be related, right? Sounds like it. Puzzle Bobble. I agree. I puzzle, agree with you. 
Puzzle Bobble, internationally known as Bust a Move. Okay. It's all coming together. It's a together. 1994 title matching puzzle arcade game. Okay. Go on. You were playing a Lumino puzzle game. Lumino City. Lumino City was the game I was playing because I'm kind of just... I've been hopping around my Steam library trying to be like, Matt, you have... Uh, there's like a thousand... Six, 645 games in here. And, and to uh, be clear, just just if anyone wants to search this game, it's not Luminosity. It's called Lumino City. Yes. Okay. Beautiful game. A little... It's for children, I think. The the puzzle, okay. the level of puzzles. It I looks see. like it's for kids, but I thought maybe that's just a cute aesthetic. I like a cute aesthetic. I like it. Yeah. It's very paper craft, kind of. Do you um, play um, Donut County? I did play Donut County. Okay. I mean, I had kind of a unique, uh, kind yeah. of a goose game, untitled style. goose game. I haven't played that yet. It was kind of, oh, it's so good. That's a, that's a funny one, too. I think you'd enjoy the humor. So, but, Lumino City... Uh, it is. It is. It's a little too like easy. You, you can kind of just click around until you figure it out. It's a, a little puzzle game, but that is a game where like I got I got I don't know if stuck is even the right word, but you know I'm figuring out the puzzle. Yeah. And if you looked it up, you would have you would have taken away all the value that the game is providing. Right? Sure. That is the game is to figure out the the puzzle. But in your instance, that's I just not. Needed- the to go puzzle, to the next, yeah, right. like there's like, nothing to that, and and it's very like obtuse and uh, or well, that obtuse, I guess, is like Zelda two, right? Ducking right. down by the wall for what is it like ten seconds or something? It's a long time. Uh, but let me ask you, Matt, real quick though, to your point, do you think because I'm playing this Final Fantasy game from the '80s on NES, or that's right? originally played it and then i'm playing this you know game that was made back then do you think because games were so scarce you had such few games they're like you were just clamoring to click on everything and talk to everyone like back then in the 80s would you have never thought about not talking to every sage every wizard i don't know I, let me tell i'll have well little gaming history of of me the first uh like overhead perspective RPG I had was Dragon Warrior. Okay. Sure. That I got for free with a Nintendo Power subscription. Wait a minute. They gave away yeah. a game with it? So Dragon Warrior, I believe, was selling very poorly. Okay. Because uh, I had that one on NES too, but I didn't play it as much as, as Final Fantasy. And uh, I couldn't figure it out i didn't know i didn't understand like leveling up i didn't understand i didn't like that you weren't attacking things you know yeah uh i thought it was weird that cities were really small but then you touched them and then you're in the city and (laughs) it was just kind of a lot of like i couldn't figure it out i didn't know where to go and that made me think i hate rpgs (laughs) and turn-based fighting and I didn't play any of those. I, I never right. played Final Fantasy until... I've never played a Final Fantasy. Wait I'm at minute. the point in my life where I would. Hold but on. I've never played Hold one. on, hold on. Because we talked about before getting the collection like I did on Steam and all that. And I want to do that. I, I want to do that. I, but I presumed that like you were going back like me and playing them. Uh-uh. You've never... No. Not seven, Not none of the nope. PlayStation ones. You none played Final Fantasy Tactics? No. Nothing. That, Chocobo so Racing. That, Chocobo racing. Mm, might have touched it. Might have touched okay. it. Had some Final Fantasy friends, but 
Uh, you know how that that goes. You just you write yeah. something off uh, totally. too, too early in your life. And I, I do. I like turn-based uh, combat now. I don't know what it was. Actually, you know what? Uh, I played um, uh, Earthbound. Yeah, uh, because the the aesthetic that I liked that modern. I thought that was a neat twist, uh, and that's when I started to go. Well, maybe this turn based stuff is okay. But by that time, you're into Super Nintendo, right? The old stuff is go back. It's funny. So I had a similar experience with Final Fantasy. So, like I said, I started playing Final Fantasy on the NES. It was one of my favorite games. Uh, you know, I, I I think of it very nostalgically now. But back then, I would I played it until I got to a certain point. So you leave the main castle, the main town, and you go on the quest because I think the the princess has been captured or put to sleep by an evil monster or whatever. Whoever the first boss is, it's been a now it's been like a year since I played it again, but uh, you go to the next area, and as you're walking around, if you know Final Fantasy, it's very much you're walking through the woods. It's the random generated like Pokemon. If you play Pokemon, Final Fantasy is the same. I guess the old ones. If I don't know if the new ones are the same, but you know you step into a bush and randomly a thing will right. jump out at you. So I'm going through there. I'm fighting the enemies. It starts off with like, here's one orc. Here's two orcs. You know, just very easy enemies. Uh, I always played as the warrior. I think I just liked the red. You know, there's like four characters you can choose. I liked the way the warrior looked. He so, looks like a main character. He does. Like, like, yeah, he's like, that's the guy that would be on the cover. Yeah. You know, even though it's like, you can pick four, but it's like, yeah, the warrior. So I'm I'm slashing with my little sword or whatever you have when you start out honestly you may have nothing but i'm just you know i'm just hitting the guys okay one orc two orc it's fine i get up to the castle where the enemies are and i think there's some skeleton monsters and ghosts or whatever and i would always get to the point where i would get to the boss of the castle the very first actual boss you face and i would die and i would get so disheartened i would i would quit for you know, and then I'd pick it up again as a kid and play it, and I'd get there, and I could never beat the boss. So this is before these RPGs are widespread, right? It's like one of the first of its kind. I don't know how these games work. I didn't know you could equip armor and weapons. Sure, yeah. I, I, I I'm just, I'm just literally fighting, and it says I'm leveling up, right? I'm like, I'm getting better, but I could never beat the boss, no matter how I did it, and it frustrated me so bad. I played it when I got older, and I'm like, oh my god you can equip things to make your character better. I just didn't know. There, there's a ton of games that in my mind, I'm like, oh, I love that game. I played that all the time. And then I'll go back and find out I never beat the yeah. first level. Right. What did I do in this game? Just And you're playing it wrong. You didn't know. Yeah. Like, and it, that's the, like, and I know if you're listening to this now and you're probably listening to this as an adult and you're like, that, that guy's so stupid or whatever. Granted, I was a kid playing this on the original NES. I'm not saying I was 20 and didn't know how to equip items, but like I was a kid and, and you have to remember this was in the early nineties. I was playing this game. There weren't 20 final fantasy games. There weren't, dragon warrior and whatever monster hunter you know well, they, even even there weren't 20 other rpgs that exactly like, this so, is like the one game of its kind that you could get a hold of yeah so i didn't know and we didn't have the internet and granted i mean i think at some point i did borrow and i just looked at it i never used it actually i liked looking at all the pictures of the monsters there was yeah. like a black strategy guide for final fantasy i remember exactly what it looks like and it had like a whole bunch of like blue backgrounds with the monsters and it would have their hit hit points and like their power levels and all that stuff and i just like to look at it as a kid but anyway the point is like i never 
got that book and read from page one and was like, okay, now make sure that you equip your character with the best armor. Like I, you know, I was a kid, I popped in Mario, I jumped around. And, uh, so it was just like one of those things that I didn't know how to play an RPG. So it wasn't until many years later, even though I thought fondly about the game, cause I did like it and it was fun for me to play. But like you said, I played it as, I don't know, a teenager or something. And I'm like, I never beat this first boss in this castle. Like I, yeah. I you know, and, and at that point, I think I maybe went back to it. Now, I could be wrong, but I may have gone back to it after I played Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII, which is my favorite on PlayStation. Um, I may have gone back to it after, and then I'm like, of course, I got armor, I got weapons. But right. I had that revelation where I was like, oh my God, I was playing this game completely wrong. Well, that's the thing, too. I think, because you know, people would say, well, it's in the instruction book. Why didn't you, you read it? But we, when we first got a Nintendo... Which is weird to think about because it was like a family thing. Uh-huh. Like my dad played Nintendo with this, which my dad was younger than I am now at the time. So I don't know why it's weird to think about him playing video games. But like, well, would you call it a family computer? No, I'd call it a Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, okay, it was an entertainment. I'm sorry, I, that's yeah. silly of me to think. Okay, go ahead. Uh, but we had played some arcade games. Uh, we never had an Atari or anything, so this was the first in-home console. Yeah. And uh, we definitely read instruction book. You know, you, it's hard to express today what, what instruction like, book is. <laughs> just like what getting a video game was yeah. like. Like you, you kind of have to imagine like this. Literally, for most people, a lot of people was the first video game you could play in your house you don't know what to expect you know what might right. be the closest thing is like when you got a Wii and you're kind of going yeah. like well how does this work how right. do I do this it's new I'm, and exciting and you don't exactly yeah when you got an Xbox 360 you're yeah. jumping right in there's no like you know what an Xbox is you know what a right. PlayStation is but you're right and NES was my first too I mean I have I have video from when I was two years old playing literally yeah. i was two playing super mario the first one and i'm you know jumping around and I, you know dying a lot but uh, you know I, I could get the hang of it i just uh i just digitized a bunch of of uh home video and it's yeah. really and there's a video of me playing that's uh, awesome ice climber and super mario nice. and it's very funny to see you can hear my dad getting frustrated with me because i'm like running into <laughs> goombas to, to hear the sound effect oh that's uh, funny. and you're just playing it in a different way but we read through the whole instruction booklet and that's how we would do it we'd like read the booklet and then go play it we remembered that mushrooms were a power-up and we'd get the mushrooms and i don't when we would get a flower uh we would just go oh that one's just a flower and move on and we because we because we remembered like oh the mushroom is and we might have even grabbed it a couple times and you turn colors but we were we didn't equate that to like powering up more i think maybe we thought you would get even bigger with another mushroom isn't that interesting that see and that's for people that are younger playing this and like i mean i'm in my 30s you're still in your 30s right Mm mm-hmm Okay, so like we're not that old, but still, the people listening—if you're in your twenties, if you're, you know, if you're a teen, whatever—you're um, just not going to understand that the language of video games was so new at that point. You, like you jump into it, right? It, especially people that were born with iPads and born with, 
multiple consoles at home and all that stuff. You grow up in it and the language exists. Like you learn to speak English. You're around people playing video games. So this stuff all just makes sense. But back then... It, we were figuring out how does this work and uh like you said i mean you get a mushroom but if you get another mushroom you get points you don't get bigger again you get points and if you get a flower you get the firepower if you get another one you get points and you know we were trying to figure all this stuff out and as, as a young well, kid it, and we never would have thought i again I, i'm sure we knew how to run but you know, you play Mario now. You're holding that B button right. the whole time. You don't you never like let open, off of right? It. Exactly. But we pressed one button at a time. You know, yeah. we didn't. You just didn't think about uh, uh, doing it a different way. Which I'll tell you now. People complain about tutorials in video games. Oh yeah, playing the tutor- the first mission, and I get it. Yeah. They can be annoying, mm-hmm. but man, to to turn on a game like Final Fantasy and it's just like throws you good, into it. Good luck. I mean they assume you have the the booklet but Right. But as a kid and you know what that honestly I may not have had the booklet like I think I got it from my uncle. I, my uncle bought it. Oh totally. Or it's so like he you'd trade games with kids at school or yeah. you'd rent a game and they did you did you ever go to the places where they would make their own instructions so like they would type up an instruction page so they could Oh, just, like Blockbuster would give you the Yeah. It, their it own would, little cheat sheet or whatever. Right, and it wasn't like a scanned No fo- photocopied version. They made their own. So yeah. that's like second hand information or they're kind of deciding what's important and what it was right. just one piece of paper. They yeah, were never gonna yeah. make like a full you know, guide. Strategy guide. Yeah. Hi. So, um, like, when I uh, when I'm at Schnooks, I go and I get my eggs, my milk, and then I stop by for my Schnooks brand strategy guide for for Final Fantasy. I rented a lot of games at Schnooks. I, people don't. For Matt, sure. People don't understand, and I know that we're gonna sound like lunatics. You used to rent video games from the grocery store. Yeah. Shop yeah. and save, which doesn't exist anymore. Schnooks. Deerbergs, they had video rental places. That's where you got your VHSs and your Nintendo games. It's so wild, too, that they all had different selections. Yeah. And you'd go to different places to... I mean, I'd make... when You know, when I'm like 17, have a car now, yeah. I'd do the rounds, you know, yeah. see who's got what. Go to oh. Village Video, go to Rogers... Those are the good old days, man. I loved going to. So Schnooks was the closest. I could ride my bike to Schnooks. So it was the closest video store I had. I loved. I can remember the little. Um, now, if you go to a Deerberg's or a Schnooks, they all have like a little like uh, waiting room. Or not a wait, like a lunch. It looks like a lunch room. It's like got glass walls and there's tables and customers can go and they could buy something from the deli and eat it in there. Employees can take breaks in there, but it's just like a little waiting area. And I think most of those, if it's from an older building were converted from the video store. And so you had the security thing because everything had to be like deactivated. So you couldn't just steal games out. They all had their little security devices on them. But I remember walking in, you had like the customer service counter. That's where you'd buy concert tickets, right? There was no internet. Yes. Yes. So you would go and you'd buy your concert tickets. You'd buy your six flags tickets and then you would and power balls or whatever if the adults would and then you would round the corner into the little security thing and you'd go to the video store and it was just a long aisle that stretched the length of you know maybe half of the grocery store and you had all your vhs tapes and you had a little section for video games and i i just loved it so much i loved 
what I would find there. I'd love the previously viewed stuff you could buy. That was a great way to get discounted movies and sometimes games and would love talking to the people at the counter and say, Hey, did you get anything new in? And you know, that goes into the whole thing with the video store, but my little early experience of the video store was the grocery store. And it's yeah. something that people would never even think of today. Did you do the, uh, the little, the little hack of, uh, mm. checking the returns, you know, like what, like they would, they would, you'd put them in a slot or whatever, sure, or return sure. them, and they would check them back in, but they'd set them like on an area of the counter before oh, they went to go oh, put them yeah, back oh on the gosh, shelf. Yeah, you'd always look so, yeah, they, the drop boxes, there would be like a little padded box that you would return your stuff in so that it hopefully wouldn't be late. Like with streaming, obviously, the convenience and there are no late fees. I mean, all that great stuff. But we used to have be charged if we brought something back late. And then they'd take them out of the box and they'd put them like on the counter or whatever as they were organizing. I mean, yeah, you'd always go and you'd look behind the counter and what do they have in. And uh, for video games especially, you know, there were so few selections and so few copies that it'd be really hard to oh, find yeah. and that new game it, you wanted. When a new game came out, you you had to be on top of your, your game. Your game. <laughs> yeah, I did. To, you had to, to get know in someone, there. I see what you did there. You had to know someone. You had to get there early. Uh, you know, if they even got it on. Like, I, I don't remember release days when I was a kid. Like, I don't. That doesn't even compute. I don't think to I me. knew about it. Right? Really? Like, I wouldn't. Yeah. Like, I wasn't like when NES and SNES. I didn't go. Oh, uh, Bugs Bunny and Tasmanian Devil on SNES or whatever. Like, there was no like. Oh, that comes out on June whatever. Yeah. I literally went to the store, looked at what they had, and I was like, Oh, a new game I've never seen. That was kind yeah. of a, it's just a different time, oh, man. man. Hey guys, I don't I don't think every app's gonna be a nostalgic <laughs> trip down memory lane, but it's all I, I remember the first time it was Village Video and I wanted to get Bonk's adventure. Oh, there you go. And the guy explaining that that's not for NES. I what was Bonk? Turbo Graphics? Sounds familiar. I didn't play that one, but it sounds familiar. They did eventually there was an SNES Bonk, maybe an NES Bonk too. I, I'm I'm I remember not sure. the cat. Wasn't there a cat called like Bazooka Tomcat or Bobcat or something like that? What was the cat? Yes, uh, yeah, that's something. There was a cat. There was a cat. There was a cat, an orange cat called something like that. But anyway. But, not- uh, but uh, yeah, the guy happened to tell me that that doesn't work on NES. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's a video game. I have a. I can play video games at home. Oh, a oh, Busby, Bubsy is what I'm thinking of. But not Bubsy, because Bubsy. No, not. I'm just saying. I I was thinking of Bubsy. You were thinking of Bubsy. <laughs> it's a cat. That's the name starts with a B. I don't I th- know. But I thought you meant a Turbo Graphics. Oh no, Bubsy's I, an icon. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna search Bonks Turbo Graphics. Let's see. He's a little caveman. Well, he's oh, a big headed. Yeah. Oh, he's a caveman 3. with a big old head. Bonk 3, did you play the whole trilogy? I didn't play any of them. I played the one on Super Nintendo on an emulator many years later. But you never got it, is what you're saying. You no, never... Uh-uh. Oh, I wow. never had a Turbo... All I, I think we, we were... I'll run you through Turbo it. Graphics NES. 16. A very, Bonk's Adventure was the first game starring Bonk and was released for the Turbo Graphics 16 in 1989. We went... Uh, here's, here's my chronology of systems. NES, SNES, did get that Sega Gen. Oh, yeah. PlayStation. PlayStation. Uh, never went to... PlayStation 2. Went Xbox. Oh. I rolled the, that die. Those, oh. those di- that die? Those dice? Rolled the dice on, uh, dice. on Halo. Went, went all in on Halo. Okay. Never had an N64. Oh. Which is 
strange. I don't, yeah. I don't know how that ha- happened. How could I, you grow I, up in this time with the love of games and not getting right. in 64? I That's think a, maybe... Were you being cool? Were you being cool, Matt? Were you too cool for N64? No. No? I was okay. never cool. Oh. No. It, it, it might have maybe maybe it was one of my dips in gaming. You yeah. know, over your life, you get some you get some dips. I tell you right now, if we're gonna get in talking about it, get let's I'm do it. Bit, I'm in a bit of a dip. I'm oh. in a bit of a dip. That's kind of why I'm going through. Is this why you're? Is this why you're doing this? Bit. I okay. currently right now I hate video games and I oh so I'm can't, supposed none, to bring none it of back. Them are fun. You're supposed okay. to bring back my love of video games. <laughs> Every I saw game the I play, twinkle in your eye and the smile when you talked about the video store. So I think it's already yeah. starting right now. This is the uh, beginning of something. I went and then I went. I went Xbox 360. I did get a PlayStation 3. Nice and cell, then, cell processor, six hundred dollars Blu-ray player. Oh no no no! I got it much later. Oh, you got okay. uh, yes I, yes yes. I camped out at Comp USA ah! for my PS3. <laughs> And got the six hundred dollars because here's the thing: at the time, right? I go, I go, Blu-ray player, Blu-ray player, Blu-ray, Blu-ray player. Okay, this is the deal, right? And again, kids, people, you'll never understand. And I'm not trying to say you're dumb or anything. It's just a different time. You'll, oh, if okay, you I'm need so to, glad you'll never understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's for the better, for sure. But right now, if you had to go buy a Blu-ray player, which ninety percent of people. 99% of people in existence, maybe 90% of people listening will never want to do or need to do. If you had to go buy a Blu-ray player, they're like 30 bucks at Target right now. They're trash. They're, 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 you, you could probably no. walk into a, a, a Best Buy and be like, is it cool if I take this? And they're like, good spot. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. If you could, right now, and I'm not kidding, Blu-ray players... 3D Blu-ray players. It doesn't matter. You can get a Blu-ray for, player for, for my 3D TV. For your, yeah, for that too. I know you're an early adopter. You can get a Blu-ray player at Goodwill for cheaper than a VCR. Oh, sure. Totally. All day long. All day long, Matt. If you want to go get a Blu-ray player at Goodwill, they are $6. They are $8. Yep. They are $12. Goodwill is selling VCRs for $18, for $20, for $24. People, for physical media, people are you know nostalgic like we are for stuff and they're buying vhs tapes and all that and they gotta have a vcr which you know break are older and break a lot more and so you want a a blu-ray player they're handing them out like candy i've been uh i've been buying uh vhs video cameras um yeah shooting shooting a lot of stuff in vhs and all oh, that. when you're pretending to be a cool musician guy. Yeah, right. When I got God, you know, I feel so uh, bad. It's it's, it's got to be hard, man. I terrible. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Uh, VHS cameras are more expensive than like yeah. early digital video cameras. You know, right? Because those things are garbage. Like, it, and three twenty by two forty, recording on a diskette or awful. whatever. Like you can't. What are you gonna do with that? It's so weird too that. You can't really emulate VHS. There's filters and stuff that do. I think do do a, a, a pretty good job. Yeah, uh, I think I bought a couple for Premiere. They're okay, but you know, there's a difference in the real thing. It's never quite exactly yeah. like the real thing. Tracking the flickering, the everything. And there's something to like when you make a VHS filter, you're making a very specific player, right? Like right. every VHS player and camera has its own quirks and stuff so it's kind of neat to be shooting on them and you just get what you get right right but like digital early digital cameras thank you i just want to digital cameras you can just make it look like that in premiere there's no it that is what it is it's just 
right. bad digital footage. Uh, and it's interesting it's to the have resolution, a whole right. Like it, the older you get of the early digital cameras, it's a very low resolution. You can't upscale that. It's not going to look yeah. good if you upconvert it. You're still going to get like a wavy, blurry look to it. Whereas film cameras or VHS cameras, even it was low quality, but it still had more like a film feel with like the the noise, right? It and just you, you can take your 4K, you know downscale it is that sure what yeah. say? and it yeah. will look exactly like those uh bad digital cameras <laughs> so there's like this whole era of cameras that are now worthless right right in the middle yeah of camera technology there's and no place for those interesting unless you want to play your old floppy disks like literally and again some sure. people sound insane for the younger crowd and i don't know if any youngsters are going to listen to this or not but it, there were oh. cameras You'd put a, a floppy disk or, you know, like oh, like a three and a half or 3.25, sorry, uh, floppy disk in the side of a camera. And then when you weren't doing that, they were really cool because they had CDs, mini CDs. And then oh, hell they yeah. got they got really cool because you weren't putting a mini CD and you were putting a mini DVD in the side of it. Damn. So moving parts, a disc is spinning with a laser engraving so That's the data. Like, really dumb. <laughs> but it's the only way they could store stuff. They, so, so you're moving around with your camera, and there's a moving laser etching the data onto it. And then they finally got to memory cards where like a, a four or like a 256 megabyte card yeah, was right. $300. Yes. Uh, oh, and then I got an Xbox One and a playstation 4 and then i think oh, on, i on, think on. before before we go i don't mean to interrupt you but the point of the dvd player story oh, sure. is sure, 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 I, sure, sure. I camped out for the playstation oh, 3 yes. it was a lot of i know it's a lot of money six hundred dollars at retail but the reason was blu-ray players the cheapest blu-ray player six hundred dollars i was a movie guy like i've always loved movies video games and movies if you can't tell and haven't listened to the other podcasts and all that so it was like well i'm a gamer i love games this is the new movie technology. Sony invented it, and so they have the rights to it and everything. So I could either get a $600 Blu-ray player or a $600 Blu-ray player and f- and state-of-the-art gaming machine. It's a no-brainer. Or a $300 Blu-ray player and a $300 gaming machine. Right. You can break it down any way you want. Any way you slice it. Hey, I got that Blu-ray player, and I got a free gaming machine with it. What do yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I think what I would tell people because people would ask my opinion on these things and the tech or whatever at the time. And you know, the internet wasn't huge. So they had a hard time just, you know, researching whatever. And I would tell people, well, were you going to get a Blu-ray player? I, I actually, I think I was maybe working at circuit city when PS three was still out. And I would say, why would you buy a Blu-ray player for $600 when you can get a Blu-ray player and a gaming machine that maybe you or your kids or something will use. And I would always tell people buy the PS three. Which again, right? What a strange era. I, that's sort of the shift from video game consoles are completely toys. Because I did know, I felt, I feel like I know a lot of people who started getting using their PlayStation as a DVD player mm-hmm. in a way that, like, it was the home DVD player. You know, like their dad was putting DVDs into yeah. the PlayStation. PS2. Uh, that was the huge thing about it. Is it was a DVD player and really. I think helped propel that system was their capability. Ooh, Xbox, you had to get the little mm-hmm. eye. Remote, it was like a, a dongle. A little, and, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a kit yeah. that you could, yeah. I had it because I didn't get a PS2. But then I, I did get, I got Xbox One, PlayStation 4, 
And I think I'm done with consoles. I think I'm a PC guy pretty okay. exclusively. Uh, I do. I have a Switch, but... I have one, too. Is yours like mine? It sits in a drawer, never turned I, on. Yeah, played played Mario Odyssey, played uh, some of Zelda. I couldn't really get you into it. You didn't like it. Breath of the Wild? Not really, no. Those guys, uh, Brad, uh, talking to the guys on the other podcast, they weren't... Uh, Brad, at least, was not a huge fan of Breath of the Wild. I was surprised. I'll try it again. I think what I need to do is just play the game. Because I'm trying to be like, I'm exploring and I'm looking around, oh, and I yeah. don't think there's anything out there for uh, me. Let's talk about this. So I, I brought it up on you know that old old news podcast, that old gaming podcast. But you your, know, your let's, ex. Exactly. We don't, we don't I don't want to hear about her. We don't talk Kevin. about her. So I brought this up, and this is an interesting conversation I like to have with people. And it's one of the reasons, and Matt, maybe you're like this. Maybe this is why you're not as into gaming. We're adults. We have lives. We have work. We have relationships, all this stuff, right? We fit in gaming when we can. But when I want to play a game, I want to open every drawer. I want to sure. open every, I want to open every it, door. I want to right. read every script. I want to, I want to, and I don't have the time for that. And so I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, maybe I just need to play the game. I've been I've been thinking a lot about because there is a weird thing uh, now. Now, as far as aging, I'm not a guy that cares that much. I'm 38. I don't give a shit. Right? Like I don't. There's. Oh. A, I think people are very embarrassed about their age, or they're like, "Oh, I'm older. I have to stop doing certain things or oh, whatever." Yeah, same. Same. And that's a that's an older turn of thought too, though. I'm not saying no one our age does that, but like I'm 36 this month, so I'm very similar age. I don't. I don't care, and I I play games and watch shows. You know that I'm not like, oh, I can't right. watch a cartoon. Like whatever. Um. Oh no. Did I forget what I said? No, you don't care about age. Don't care You're about not one age. Of those guys doesn't bother me i don't think you gotta change doing things but like yeah i do um there's a there's a time factor certainly uh in your life and and that seems to get harder i do recently i sit down to play a game and i feel immense guilt that you're not getting something done i could be doing something more productive and i'm in a point in my life where there is kind of always something i could do Hundred right? percent. Like, There's never something with work or with my hobbies. I'm I'm just we're in the same boat. One of my favorite things about playing shows out of town or going on small tours or whatever is that it's one of the only times in my life where I'll be out in the world be alive i guess yeah. and uh i can't do anything there's no right. there's nothing productive i could get done you know i'm in a different city I, none of my stuff is here and it's like one of the only times i can go well cool i'll just chill now listeners uh, now matt put put your earmuffs on for a second all right i don't yeah, want to hear yeah, this yeah, part yeah. okay don't tell Matt about laptops. Don't do it. He needs that break in his life, and I really don't want him to have to take his productivity on the road. So please do not well, write in about. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey! Do not write in about laptops. Okay, hey Matt, you can listen again. Hey, and there's just no way to do it. There's, no, there's absolutely impossible. nothing possible. So I'm trying to think now because right right now I'm in a very like I said I'm in a very a big old game and slump, and I'm trying to be like, what even is it about games? that I like. Like, what am I trying to get out of a video game, right? Yeah. And I, and I feel like there's, there's different layers of things and different things I want at different times. R- right now, one of the only games that I can play and kind of feel okay about is uh, Red Dead 2. Okay. And, and Red Dead 2 is a game 
that is, to, in my opinion, or the way I play it, it's just immersive. It's not a very good sure. game as far as like, it's not hard and it's right. not like, it's not really challenging at all. You're, but you like I'm to just, live in that world. I'm out there pretending to be a cowboy. I'm doing things like, if I don't feel like Arthur would ransack this house, I don't do it, you know? Uh, that's a uh, good question. So do you play, what do they call it, like white knight? Do you play good or bad? Oh, do you, I'm always very good. I can't I, do it. I'm I, the same way. I can't, can't be a bad eat. guy. Like if you play Fable, your character is like a saint. Yes. And I have gone, I used to do both playthroughs, which now I don't have, I can't do it. Right. I, so I'll, I'll watch a video of the end on YouTube, yeah. the bad ending or something. Just but to I just find don't out, yeah. have the time to do it. Um, but uh, uh, there was a shift where, where I did have the time to do that, you know, and I'd start a Mass Effect 2 bad guy and I would just go, I can't do it. Yeah. I know it doesn't mean anything. I don't care. These are just, you know, they're fake people, but this I can't be a character you created that would not exist had you not created it. So, like, the stakes are nothing. You yes. literally invented this person to make these decisions, but it just feels icky. I don't know. Yeah, I always thought a weird thing. Did you play um, Saints Row 4? I've, I think I own them all because I bought them, like, when they were yeah. cheap. I, I, I'm not a Saints Row, like, fanatic. I didn't buy them new. I bought the new one new because my son wanted to play it. I think he played it oh, once and stopped. So that, that, well, that was a great set. Yeah, and it's probably $10 now. I bought it for 70 or whatever. But um, I've dabbled. I've played them, so, but I wouldn't know the story. Or, uh, I love Saints Row because of the customization. I'm a huge. If you can't, I've tweeted this probably a hundred times. If you can't change your clothes in the game, what is the point of making <laughs> that game? And if you can create a character and then there's no way to cut your hair in, in the game after you've done that, I understand not changing your face shape, but you better let me cut my hair. That's my character yeah. goes through things where yeah. maybe their hair girl, they let it go for a while yeah. or. Sometimes what will happen after a big mission, they have an emotional breakdown. They shave their head. Why anyway. isn't there real-time hair growth in games? Why is there not a character Red where you Dead start 2. out? Does his hair grow yeah. in the game if you don't cut it? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, well. It's I, the best. I, okay, I, sidebar. Now, I don't like to get into tangents. It's something I try to never do. And I've I promise that about it'll you. It will probably never happen in this show. So I'm this writing is the down one, Saints Row 4 so I can <laughs> come back. This is the one time I'm going <laughs> to... So I started playing Red Dead 2. I thought it looked great. Whatever. And I got it day one. I was just so bored with the story. I quit and I never went back oh, to it. Oh, yeah. It, I hell, just, yeah. It's boring <laughs> so, as hell, dude. Okay. So anyway, back to... I love the idea, the mechanics. Rockstar, they make good games. But did man... You get, did you get out of the out of the snow? I got out of the snow and I got to town. that's when it starts. Yeah. yeah I just... I don't know. I couldn't get into it. The story I sure. thought was so... Lo- but anyway, please So Saints Row 4... You are in a simulation. Your character hmm. is in a simulated version of okay. that city because an alien puts you in there. And that's and not that, the president one, right? Is that the third one? That is one the president you're... one. Oh, it is the president mm-hmm. one. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, and it's just a weird, it's a weird disconnect. When I'm playing Grand Theft Auto and I'm killing civilians or whatever, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. I can't believe I've done this. Yeah. But now in... In Saints Row 4... Oh, it's a simulation. You're playing a game where your character is in a simulation, 
And that's like, well, these people aren't even real. (laughs) The the simulation fake video game characters are not real. They're not real. They're not real. But sometimes they are. I know. But one level deep, that's real. Two yeah. levels deep, that's fine. Kill I like them all it, you though. Want. You know what? Because as society, right? Like, it's a domino effect. Yeah. You, you draw your line somewhere. And you gotta, you gotta, those, those. And currently, mine is one level Dude, deep. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> a or simulation. Two, yeah, whatever, yeah. A simulation within a simulation. That's just like, whatever. Uh, that's fine. So, you know, this brings, this is like Ant-Man Quantumania, right? I mean, although being yes. really small is not How the same as being simulation, but it's a similar uh, quandary. So that's a game. That's a game I like, right? Uh, okay. uh, that I am just being the guy out in the world. The other what game about I games like, like Cyberpunk, where you can like change their wieners. Well, there was a bug where you would, uh, when you took all your clothes off, you'd be wearing boxers still. So that oh. that was the one bug that that game had and that ruined it for me that's a game breaking bug right there uh so the the other kind of game that i i realize i like is um i think elden ring is one of these games that is just a game now i know there's a story and people love the lore of elden ring but like on the surface martin right yeah i guess i don't know i mean that's what they say but it seems like any other FromSoft game i don't really uh but like that game is mainly just a mechanics. It, it is uh, Dig Dug, or right, or like an old NES game. Like it has yeah. that vibe of like all I'm doing is trying to like overcome this mechanical challenge, right? Uh, and I like those games, and I like like puzzle games. What what, what has frustrated me uh, recently? I think a lot. I was playing Control, right? Okay, love uh, that uh, game. Um, that is I, that. I was loving it. I was loving oh, control. No. Oh no! I'm it's a and I'm reading all of the uh, little pickups, yeah. which which is hard to do in games, you know, because sometimes they get a little. You're playing like Oblivion or something, and it's like this full book on mm. Argonian cooking or something. <laughs> right. And you're like, oh, okay. I Actually, I think a thing in games that they could do better is like identifying what is just. This world would have books, so here's a book, and like. This is lore and world building in the text, right? Because sometimes it just seems like it's world building that this book exists. Yeah. And other times it's like, here's history of the world. Anyway. Do you think that in games you should be able to pick up any book and it's a full book? I, I do think that, but I think <laughs> they should put a little star by the ones that are fun to read. <laughs> so you can just read like 600 pages on just yeah. a random book that's on a desk, and then next to it's another full novel. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. <laughs> so good. what happened in Control, I'm all in on the story. It's great. Oh, it's yeah. cool. What's the? And I'll probably go back to it, I hope. I hope this podcast will do that for me. I hope but so. But then I, I got to a part, and, the, and this lady, she's like, you got you to gotta go down to the, the control room. Uh, oh, I shouldn't clever. say, I shouldn't say control. She, I shouldn't oh, say, hold on. Okay. No, we'll back up, back up. Cause that's not, <laughs> no, you got to go down to engineering. That's okay. where the switch is, right? Oh, okay, cool. So I'm going there and then there's someone outside of the engineering room and they're like, the door is opened with electronic locks, but the power station is cut off in these three points. 
And if we can open those three conduits, then we can get to the power station and turn on the power for the door. And it just feels like it's going, by the way, I'm a video game. Yeah. Like I am out of the world completely. And it just like, cause I, control is a game where I just want the story to keep going. I know. And, and, and I, that's what got me. I and mean, I enjoyed the gameplay and I thought it was really cool once I got the combat figured out and all that. But man, what I was doing after I beat that game was for hours reading theories yeah. and things I didn't pick up, you know, all the little Easter eggs and all this. I mean, the lore is what really gets you into that game. Uh, yeah, and so these, I think a lot of games try to do a mix in a way that, cause if can, if control, and I know they're trying to like sort of lengthen the game to make it feel worth the, the price, right? I, 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 don't, yeah. I don't think it's always, I know some games add padding in bad ways, right? I think, I, and I feel, but I feel like I control. I do not like games that just send you on little, errands like that they're just nonsensical control to me felt like it was just it wasn't doing a like hey we'll get we'll make them feel like they got their money it was just like this is a game it needs to be the song this is fun you'll get to use the combat and stuff but for me it was just like you know what it's like it's like a musical uh and when i'm watching a musical and and a song starts i feel like we're just pausing the movie for three minutes and that's what those kind of missions feel like it's like See, gonna... i feel like they're pausing to talk in between <laughs> <laughs> cool so yeah man i i don't know i'm just trying to like uh maybe oh. maybe get out of my own way a little bit in that stuff and just be like dude just it's gonna take 20 minutes of yeah. having fun you're having fun you like shooting things with your little powers so yeah just enjoy it i will say for control in general if you have time to play it if you have time to do the puzzles and get through it again which i don't know i mean obviously there is no time you have to make it right like we said there's always something you could do but if you feel like that would be a way to relax and be entertained that story is so good and the lore is so good and there's a sequel coming out so i think you should play it uh funny story about control with me i had i had never i shouldn't say i'd never played it when it came out i tried it i think i rented it and it was so clunky. I was playing on a PS4. I played on, uh, I guess Xbox One. Okay, so you play, yeah, so you, uh, same kind of thing. Dude, so I was the p- pause menu would take, I think, in it. Well, I think it would like take literally <clears throat> like three seconds to pop yeah. up. Which saying three seconds doesn't I sound know, that long, but, but it's a game where you're checking your map a lot. Yeah, and and very so annoying. It's a very I guess processor intensive game. There's a lot of physics and particles and a lot of stuff to it. So like the game was just too big for a PS4. Like, I mean, technically you could buy it and you could put the disc in if you still did that kind of thing and play the game, but it was so laggy and so slow and felt so clunky. I gave up on it. I did not give it a second chance. I played the first level where you're, you know, you just get to the agency or wherever you're in, you're running around trying to figure out what's going on. And it was so clunky. I gave up. So then years later, it might be a year or two, whatever later, I'm doing this podcast and Aaron and Brad are talking about this game's so great, Control's amazing. And I'm like, that, oh, I could never get into it. And Brad had told me after I quit, he was still playing it and he really liked it. And I'm like, I don't get what you guys see in this. So I go back and I play it and I think I'm playing it on either, I guess at this point, yeah, yeah, this is just recent. So I had PS5 and I had Xbox yeah. One, Xbox Series X. 
And so I actually bought it for Series X because I've been playing that more recently just because of Game Pass and all the free games I'm mm-hmm. getting. I say free. We brought this up for like, I have the subscription, so I don't have to pay additional for the games. Yeah. They're included. Is so, it, can I just, uh, I love sidebars and I love getting off on tangents. Oh, perfect. That Yeah. What is the library on Xbox compared to PC like is there a lot more stuff on xbox no it's not a ton i think what you get is the 360 games so you get you get a couple there's like ninja gaiden like the the xbox you know when they made a 3d ninja gaiden game there's like that in a couple other originals those are on i think those must have got ported to pc because i think all the ninja gaiden games are okay on there but 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 there's a couple why would i say that i know what your point is right (laughs) i hate that kind of thing well actually do you have glasses matt because you may need to push them up yeah like you were just giving an example say it like definitely you're like i think like the ninja gaiden games are are one of them and i'm like no they're not like okay well it doesn't refute my point at all there's Uh, a anyway there's a handful of original xbox and there's several dozen of the 360 games that that work really well no problems they're great like they played they're not remastered or you know they play just like a 360 and i think that's really the advantage you get most everything else that's new comes out where you can play on pc and xbox which is great so i'm a huge proponent of game pass i've i've i didn't go through mine but i've owned almost every system i mean since i was a kid nes on i've video mm-hmm. games have been a huge part of my life and um you so i had Ouya. did you have a new year you feel like a guy that might have had an Ouya. Had an Ouya. hell yeah have an Ouya. have the box still i i will never get rid of it whatever um i but, wanted one i just didn't that was a, oh God, a, what a, a point point in my life where what were they like a 200 or yeah any and, extra and all money the games was like i better be not free but then oh, they were God. like but then they're like but actually i want to get that amico that's what i'm i'm hoping for oh and uh, did you? Yeah, I, I did not pick up the uh, the Atari. What was the new the Atari? That's like yeah. basically a pie. It's like a, just a mini PC. They're right. Whatever. They uh, they're discontinued them. They went from like five hundred down to three hundred on their site, and I never followed. I was gonna get one if they were like two hundred sure. or a hundred yes. or whatever. But anyway, so I had all the Playstations, and I've been a PlayStation guy for a long time. I I loved swore by my PS3 and then because PS3 was so hard to develop by, for and I'm guessing if gamers are listening to this they know the story I'm not going to go into detail but PS3 used that cell processor that no one knew how to program for mm-hmm. and so games started being buggy and my friend at the time Chris he said you know he was a 360 guy and he says oh everything runs perfect on 360 and so there was a period in time where I switched from PlayStation to 360 even though I was yeah. a PlayStation guy because I would play games like Guitar Hero at, you know when that was a big deal and it was lag and the notes wouldn't hit right and i'm like it's not me like literally it's like i it won't work and then i got the 360 version it was perfect so just an example but tons of stuff was buggy on ps3 so i switched to 360 for a while and then my friend said oh playstation's better now and then ps4 was great and i went back but in this generation, I love my PS5. I love the DualSense controller and all the features it has. I think it's great with the I'm, the triggers that you can you know press halfway down or whatever they the resistance and everything. Is it uh, correct that they are implementing more of that stuff on the PC port that the, they're they're getting the triggers to work? Yeah. So they just they just released support on PC for the DualSense, which is like what would be the DualShock Five. It's now called the DualSense. Why? If you're listening to this, you know that. But anyway, they've released support on the DualSense because they're starting. Sony's putting their games on PC, so you've got God of War, 
Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't know if Forbidden West is out yet. Uh, and then The Last of Us is the big one that I think this month or next month comes out. Yeah. And so they now support DualSense. And so hopefully you'll see more games supporting that. Because I, I have used... I like that idea. It's a great I controller. I like the idea. Yeah, it's the, a great controller. So I miss that because I go to Xbox and I'm yeah. like, what, what did Xbox Series X... Or you can use it on PC. You probably do. What, what did their controller do between Xbox One and Xbox Series X? They literally added some texture to the back. Right. I mean, it's great. The texture's good. I like it. But they didn't do anything. They didn't innovate. Yeah. And DualSense is a huge innovation, whether it be like, you know, the colors that it changes on the, the t- thing and the touchpad or the, the, like you said, the adaptive triggers with the resistance. So they innovated and they kind of won me over with that. I like the PlayStation exclusives are really good. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, Game Pass, you know, I got in early and I was able to do the deal where you get like two or three years for half price because oh, cool. yeah. you convert your gold or whatever. Uh, Aaron is actually the one that helped me do that. So it's running it was out. Too co- I couldn't. It was weird. It was. I a- mean, I mean, I, it's one of those things where I know it's probably not that complicated, but you ever do anything where you're like, I didn't understand reading through it the first time, didn't get it the second time. And you kind of go, well, I'm, I'll mess this up. I'm, I think I'm done trying to figure this out. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I did that whole deal and I think it just ran out and I renewed for a year or whatever. But anyway, so I had it for a while. I had Game Pass for a long time and it was a discount. Now I have to buy it at, you know, full price or a little discount and I get like a discounted card or whatever. You can find them out. They're out there. Yeah. 20, 30% off. But it's worth every penny of that $15 a month. I'm telling you, if you have to buy Xbox Game Pass for $15 a month, which will give you access to PC games and Xbox, you get, if you like video games, which right now I don't. Well, so. that's the thing. You have to like video games, so it may not apply to you. Right. But if you like video games, $15 a month gets you new $60 and $70 video games. It gets you indie games. You would never think of paying 20 or 30 bucks because it's a crapshoot, right? You're like, I've never heard of this developer. Totally. Could could be amazing. Could be nothing. But like, you just you don't have the money to risk unless someone says, hey, this is amazing. And your time, right? We talked about having limited time. I can't just justify buying 30 40 $70 games to then play them once and be like, I don't have the time to play this. Xbox oh, that's like, Game Pass. I, I haven't started it up yet, but that Atomic Heart, by all means, looks like a game I won't enjoy that much. It's it's good. I like it a lot, and I hate to say it. Like, okay, last three games I've played, and I, sorry to get off on this tangent, but I did want to ask you about this. Last three games I've played: Atomic Heart, made by a Russian studio. I mean, it's Russian. Hogwarts Legacy. Do I don't have to go into it's Hogwarts Legacy, and then before that, High on Life. Okay. Wow. So it's wow. like. I, what I a feel, guy. I, what I a know. Guy. And it's like, I'm just trying to play video games. I don't know. I don't pick them Yowch. because, of the, you know, Yikes. but I know. So we're getting to a point in time where I'm sure you notice this online with movies, TV, people you like or whatever. Everyone's canceled now. So it's very hard to navigate the waters. But anyway, the point is High on Life was a $60 game. Didn't have to buy it. Didn't have to support old Oh yeah, uh, Rick and Morty over there, right? So I played it. It's free. I already have the subscription. They're not making another penny because I played it. So whatever, you know, but I got to play it. Um, I did enjoy it until the game breaking bug that got me stuck on the last mission. And uh, I spent hours, literally hours trying to get past it. And then I went on Reddit and people for the last month and a half have been talking about this bug. So like you just can't beat high on life. That just it 
it's ridiculous. So, oh man, and that's it. That's the end of it, right? I mean, like, but yeah, it's really hard. And, I, unless they patch that, and you can <laughs> hop right back in. But I, I've played games where I hit a bug, you know, far enough in, like eight hours in or something, and it's like, oh, I'd have to start over. And you're just kind of like, well, I'm never going to play this I'll ever again. Tell you the last one I can remember, you know, previous to this situation, Resident Evil Five. And I think I was playing it on. Maybe I was playing it on PlayStation. I think I was PS4 at that time. Um, it, my save corrupted. Like I was several hours into Resident Evil Five, my save corrupts. I have to start over. Yeah. No, not interested. I, I don't want to play it again. I don't have the time. I mean, granted, maybe I had a little bit more time back then, but still, like I've got other things I want to do. I'm not sitting through the same game again. I'm not right. a big. I'm not a big like you know play the same game 10 times over especially with the length of a lot of these games and no, so you know i don't i don't know that i've ever i mean i've done it i, I used to play through metal gears a bunch that was a I weird love the, outlier i love, I love I had to get those bandanas uh, talk about story though man i send me down the rabbit hole of yeah. 10 hour 10 hour youtube videos about this fox this and can the, i tell you another this is a thing about like pre-internet living yeah. your life pre-internet. Yeah. I never had any issue playing as Raiden, and I thought it was cool. I, oh, I liked being tricked. I, I did, but... I, I mean, obviously, everyone has come around on it now. Everyone loves it, and it's fine now, but... Okay, Metal well, Gear Solid... Well, that is part of the, the point, right? To be a little bit like, well, when am I going to be Snake again? Like, they're intentionally disappointing you i didn't think it was, that at it the was time trail of my sure. trust matt it was i know here's, and, and here's, trust me i didn't have any kind of like oh this is a cool story thing they're doing in a, a subversion i was just like this guy seems cool too i guess call me snake <laughs> i don't know if he says that but <laughs> I, I mean, he talks like that for a while but i mean but that's you know that's what he's based on so it's just like you guys see his little naked butt where do you see his naked butt? He gets captured, and you're doing the. You can do your little uh, cartwheels, but he's still covering his <laughs> his uh, yeah. little peck. But so, Solid Snake is such a cool character. That first game, I I think. Oh man, it's it's a toss up because I've kind of gone back and forth in recent years. But PlayStation One, I think greatest games for that system and some of the greatest games of all time: Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Sure. is pure masterpiece love it to pieces and metal gear solid that metal gear solid game is so good you had metal gear vr missions like solid that's Snake. A, a game i had to i rented it and we played it me and a friend and i was just like this is bad i don't this sucks i can't Even do like this. The repetitive vr missions no 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 just just metal gear solid Mm. Uh, and then I oh no so I rented it like yeah. when it came I didn't know anything yeah. about it, it was it sure. was that kind of thing there's a new game on the shelf right. you look at the back this guy's got guns cool and it was before right you can't go like hey there's 12 Metal Gear Solid games like we know what totally, Metal Gear Solid right. is you rented it going oh cool look at that bandana so then uh, a game pro came out or something and or maybe we were internet a little bit at the time I guess yeah but everyone's talking you were Cities. And I'm just like, what is everybody talking about with this game? Rented it again. And then I went, oh, it's different. This game's different than other games. Yeah. And I was trying to play it like, like another game. Other game. I'm going around killing everybody trying to shoot. I'm like, I don't even have a gun. What am I supposed to do? He thought, this is Crash Bandicoot. This this is not Crash Bandicoot. And that was uh, one of the first uh, times in gaming, I think, where I was like, oh, cool. You can do it uh, different. 
stealth and right? it's cool yeah i can't think of i mean unless you count like metal gear games on nes but those were more action oriented I, I almost wouldn't because even so the msx different. games you are doing stealth but it it's like a puzzle game right so it doesn't yeah. feel the same at all um but yeah and i was gonna say so I know I was interneting a little bit. Do you remember? Well, you never played Final Fantasy. Dang. Right, right. So for people that know Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy 7, I believe, God, now I'm having trouble. It's been so many years, but there was a card game. You know how like the Witcher has Gwent? Right. So Final Fantasy had Triple Triad was a card uh, game yeah, within yeah, yeah. the game. I had a GeoCities website that I ran with a, a friend I made at Funko Land. His name was AJ, and it was called Triple Triad. Oh my gosh, Triple Triad Help dot com, Triple Triad Strategy dot com, and we just like posted stuff about the game Triple Triad. And I would have went with alliteration there. I would have found a T for that. I think Triple Triad Tips. There now, see, it's right there, right, it's right there. I was trying to be like the Canadian tuxedo, though. Gotcha. See, that's where the real. Gotcha. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a GeoCities. Remember website counters. Big deal. Huge deal. Refresh. Oh, the number went up. That's what you wanted. The number went up. We used to show how many people went to a site on the... Wow. Anyway, so Metal Gear Solid, Masterpiece, love that story. So you came around on it? You like them now? Oh, I love it. Yes. The the second time I rented it, and I'm very glad I did, it became one of my faves of all time. Okay. So if I were to list top five games or game franchises, like I'm just off the top of my head here. So Metal Gear Solid. Sure, yes. Castlevania I'm, Symphony of Night. Wouldn't love make it. my top, but I love it. Right. I love it so much. Uh, Dead Cells. Have you played Dead Cells? Yeah, it's okay. Whoa, wait. <sighs> I'm thinking of a different game. What's Dead Cells? That's Dead, overhead? No, no, no. Dead Cells is uh, Metroidvania. It's a uh, procedurally generated. So each time you do the level, you die, and then it, it's a different different rooms, different positions. I've never played this. Oh, I'm it's so good. What, what's the one where you're on a spaceship? It's kind of cell-shaded. It's a no. rogue, roguelike. Uh, yeah, it's a roguelike. Um, spaceship. You're a prisoner, and you get, like... Everyone was really into it for a second. Dead Cells is in a prison, It's a, but it's not space. It's a like it's, a... It, this is uh, a first-person game. Oh, no. Returnal is the one on PS5 where... Um, you play as Gwendolyn Christie is the is in space, and it's... Uh, first person uh I man i don't remember I, now the other guys after i love dead cells i love hades and the other guys got me to play rogue legacy which is the game that I like started rogue legacy I, and, I, and i loved it dead Wait, cells is what's the rest of the five that's three right i gotta know <laughs> i gotta know all right anyway i'm dying my the whole point matt the whole point all i was gonna say is dead cells has a castlevania dlc that just came out that's all i, I to saw say. that so i mean i love castlevania i love dead cells you got two more you got two more i got three dead cells was i guess dead cells can be in it that wasn't in it i love dead cells that wasn't even in it you got three more dead cells dead cells has the dlc it's not uh, dead cells is like top 10 i'm on the edge of my freak okay (laughs) okay let's do a recap matt let's do a recap we need to metal gear solid the first one and we'll say the franchise but like that franchise franchise. yeah uh because top lists are stupid, right? Yeah. Like it, things yeah. shift around anyway. Yeah, none. I'll never. Yeah, I don't. Lists are dumb. I I, li, I list 
if I make a movie list or a game list, it's like, these are games that I love. I'm not going, right. this is the best yes. ever of all time. I, that's dumb. All right. So I love Metal Gear Solid. I love Castlevania Symphony of the Night in particular. Masterpiece. Great game. Uh, Bioshock, the series, specifically Bioshock Infinite. But I love Uh-oh. Bioshock. Love Uh-oh. the story. The story's so good in those games. What do you got? Is, is that is it going to become crossover? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Bioshock Infinite is one of the worst pairings of gameplay and story to me ever. I was going to say that was one of the best. When you talked about this earlier, I was going to say Bioshock Infinite has one of the most compelling, most intriguing stories with a great twist and a great story and a a mind-bending We're on the same page. And I love Bioshock for gameplay. I cannot believe it. That's like one well, of my favorites of all here's time. here's my issue. I'm Booker, right? I got to get to this place. I, we got to get there. Uh, what's her name? Lady. I don't know. Yeah, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. We got to go. We got to go. That's but how you can tell. Me, I don't remember stuff like that, but it's a good yeah. name. Elizabeth. But let me walk around the room with my shoulder pressed against the wall, digging through the trash before we go to the next room. And it killed the game because you have to do it. You have to do it in every room uh, because there's like an ammo scarcity thing and like there are things you need to pick up in each room, right? But why... Okay. Why is that any different from any other survival game where you have to find ammo and items and stuff? That's well, I mean, you, but, you won't like Atomic Heart then. I'm telling you what, Atomic Heart is like the biggest scavenger hunt with a Atomic Heart is Bioshock Infinite X Fallout. Like that's what the game is. And you spend more time opening drawers and finding oh. parts to craft things than the story. So but, you're going to But what's hate the it. what's the like cuz like a Fallout and I have a lot of problems with Fallout. I don't like Fallout that much. But you're in a post-apocalyptic world. You are scavenging. I just feel like in Bioshock Infinite, you're in future, like post-apocalyptic steampunk. Like it's incredible. I'm I'm digging through the trash to get apples. (laughs) Just doesn't seem hey right. It just doesn't make sense. Throw you an apple if you need. Well, and and then I think gameplay wise, they should have made that where you don't have to do because like Red Dead, you don't have to look. You don't have to do that. You can do it. But you can buy stuff in Red Dead. But you can buy stuff and you have enough money. You actually have too much money. That actually is a problem I have with the game. You have too much money. But but there's really no... It's a problem. I I hate that problem. I get it. uh, There's no gameplay (laughs) reason other than if you want to to look through every single drawer. Uh, And I just wish Bioshock would have done something. I also... I don't... I don't love the story in Bioshock. I think... I think... I think... (sighs) It's a. It would make a decent movie, uh, and I. I feel like I love was, the story, man. I feel like it just could have been. Um, oh, metal, so- metal. Here's my. Here's my deal. This is stupid. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. I feel like Metal Gear. <laughs> Let's just. Am I in game three of five? I can't remember. I don't know. Okay, keep going. <laughs> is, I hope that other people are are on this wavelength because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> What this are this is for, this is an introduction. This is, and this is the best way to get to know us. And trust me, guys, we are gonna, oh, we're gonna have freaking have topics, segments, topics, guests. I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go. 
uh, did you play? Well, never mind. That's not on topic. And then we'll just forget it. <laughs> but okay. Metal Gear's story is so cool because it cannot be a movie. You can make a Metal Gear movie, but that story. It's uh, the guy that did, uh, is it Adam Wingard? Who's the guy that is doing, like, there's someone making one. Oscar Isaac yeah. was attached. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know how they're going to do uh, any justice to that story in two hours. I don't uh, My, I think you just have to do something different or like, I mean, not that that's what they'll do, but or part like of a trilogy the, or something, something. You know, for, for one story. Yeah. But like, I, I think a, to me, a good video game story, what makes it a good video game story is that it, it uses that medium to tell a particular type of story that you couldn't right. tell outside of that. I feel like infinite could have just, you could have just made it a movie. There's not a whole lot of reason that it had to be a video game, which doesn't mean it's a bad story. Yeah. I just wasn't like totally blown away by it. Uh, and then also I'm, I don't think Booker should look through trash cans. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to get in the nitty gritty, maybe this would be a good topic for another episode. Game mechanics that you hate. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, okay. So I think that was game three. I, we're going to have to go back to the beginning, Matt. We're going to have to, cause it was 20 minutes ago. Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. And the thing about Metal Gear Solid to me. (laughs) Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock Infinite. And Bioshock the series, but I love Infinite. Okay. Love the story. All three of them, though. I I agree second is kind of, well, maybe you won't agree with me, but I think the second is kind of the weakest story. I still really love the underwater world and all. Yeah, I just. But I um, like the first one. I went back and finished it. I stopped it for a long period of time and then went back when I got the like Bioshock collection remastered and then I beat the second one. But mm-hmm. I love the world. I love the underwater world. Bioshock Infinite had a DLC where you could go back to the underwater. It was really cool. I heard it's very good. I heard it's very good. It is good. Um, okay. So Far Cry. Like not Far Cry 1 and 2. I mean they're fine but they're like th- in that serious Sam you know you're on a yeah, beach it's right. pretty but like whatever far cry 3 is where it sucked me in with the story i love the story of the kids going on vacation they're playing crash lands or whatever and then there's like you know they're on the island with the uh did the, the bad guys you know you have the Voss, guys, yeah. you know, michael mando plays the yeah. bad guy and all that stuff loved the story thought it was That's super so funny fun because like he plays a bad guy yeah. But he's so good. He's the only, he's the good one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's the one that sticks with you. <laughs> you, you fight him pretty early, right? Some point. He's yeah. like out of the story pretty quick, but, but he's, he's, great. he's the good so, one. He's the good villain in the, yeah. in the game. Yeah. It's really good. It's a really good story. Um, I, I just, I really enjoy the gameplay mechanics. Beautiful. Like at the time and it still looks great, but you know, graphics are awesome. Uh, I really enjoyed far cry four and far cry five. Uh, Six has another Breaking Bad alum. It's got Giancarlo Esposito as the bad guy. And I think it's more of a me problem. Like, I just haven't had time. Uh, I love the Far Cry games, and I think he makes a great villain in all the movies. I just haven't gotten through it. Um, five? Five was really good, though. I don't know if you played Five, but that's the one where you have the um, the cult. Yeah. Uh, it's a really, really good story. Joseph is the cult leader, and he's got his kids, and they're all the villains you have to fight, and it's creepy, and it's it's just it's crazy. So really, really played, good game. I played a little bit. I, I liked the stealth in 3. That was yeah. the way I played 3, and they have seemed to pull back on the stealth. Yeah. In, the, in every, every iteration is more about, like, you can get 100 rockets yeah. on your backpack. I'll uh, tell you... 
I I kind of lost interest in the Just Cause series for the same reason. Yeah, sure. Love Just Cause three. I thought it was so cool, and the fun of that is the explosiveness and the craziness. Um, but Just Cause four, I couldn't really get into the story, and I know they just kind of lost me. I think I got mm-hmm. bored because they didn't really change from the same chaotic stuff. Uh, another great game that chaos related. Not on my list, Matt. I want to just exclude this. I list. understand. Um, Dead Rising. Oh. Those games oh. are so fun. Arcade Dude. zombie cr- crashing. Oh. I have that th- that's not on your list. It's not well, it's close, but I've just gotten into for some reason when when I'm printing shirts, I print shirts. Uh yeah. one of the things I I can't really watch movies very well. There's a little too much like focusing on doing sure. things. Uh so long form YouTube video game breakdowns i'm talking like three four hour long yeah. videos about dead rising one right yeah uh, and i've been watching those and uh that's a fun series kind of to watch people talk about the downfall of because they get worse through like three and four are start to lose their way pretty pretty hard but yeah. i love dead rising one man i we heard a demo was coming out on the 360 and uh would check every morning. I don't know why they didn't say when it was coming out, but I knew it was coming out. And they didn't say, and I, I got up at like six in the morning, five, six in the morning to play it. Man, memories. I I'll tell you what though. See, I mean, I like them all, but Dead Rising three and four are my jam because the weapon. Okay, first of all, a mall, a mall. Oh, I'm g- this a is, mall. You got it. Yeah. Favorite three, zombie movie because four is back at a mall, right? Yeah. yeah. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Favorite zombie movie. Yeah. Love I love the idea of free reign in a mall. Go to the stores, get the different stuff. Four is so good. You got the graphics. You know, you can get a thousand zombies on the screen at a time or whatever. Yeah. Just the way that you can stack the weapons and build the vehicles and attach the tractor to the car or whatever and shoot rockets and plow, you know, and I would I would go and try to chain together thousands and thousands of kills for the streak yeah. and everything. Four is so fun. So like now, that's one of my favorite arcadey type games. Um this is good. This is good. I'm learning our differences, and that's important. Yeah. For 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 a podcast, um, what's the word I want? Relationship. Oh. Uh, we're taking this to the next level. I don't like the combo weapons. I think it gets away from like I'm using whatever I have. Okay. At my okay. disposal, I liked. I'm picking up a frying pan. I'm picking up this, and then you would find like a sword in the sword store, and be like, "Oh, cool! Now I have like a real weapon. This feels better." Okay. I liked them a little bit more when it was clearly you're just taking one thing and sticking it to another thing, like in two. But when they got too much, like I'm taking a teddy bear and a lighter, and then that's making this machine gun I crawl inside of and drive around or whatever. It just got too. Uh, Silly is not the word because I think it should be a silly game. It's arcade. It's just it's supposed to be, right? What's it's number to be silly. five? What's number five? We'll do a we'll do a Dead Rising retrospective. We'll play through them all. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Uh, Borderlands, the Borderlands franchise. I love it. I love the humor. I love the looter shooter aspect and leveling weapons up. I think the writing, especially in the first two games, I like the third one just fine. I like the. Uh, the spinoff the the handsome Jack Chronicles or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like them all. I don't, I don't, uh, I like, and I like the mechanics they added to that spinoff one to where you could like anti-gravity and stuff. Um, 
I started playing Tiny Tina's. I haven't finished it. I still enjoyed it. It wasn't as good as the others, but I did appreciate the like strategy D and D type, you know, jokes and everything. Um, but I love those games, and uh, yeah, okay, it's five. And obviously, there's so many other franchises I love, Final Fantasy, all that stuff. But those are my five that I really could go back to at any time and pick up and have a good mm. time. If I had to say, right now, now did you in- want me to? interject yeah, after each one. Okay, cool. Yes, absolutely. I, I'll put Metal Gear in there. I don't think there's a Metal Gear game I don't like to some degree. Did you get into Snake Eater in the jungle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know people love it, and I've played it since I first kind of picked it up and dismissed it. Um, I don't know. I just couldn't get into that one as much, but I need to revisit it. I think so. I think it, it also does get a little more... It feels weird at the beginning, and then it starts to get a little more like, oh, this is a Metal Gear. Like That's the thing. I couldn't get out of the jungle. The first playthrough, yes, yeah. I couldn't get out of the jungle. I'm like, is the entire game going to different scenes? Like, you know, and you do the cut scene of going to the different part of the sure. jungle. I'm like, I can't. This is not a fun game. I finally got out of that jungle because I got mm-hmm. it. I wanted to play it in HD, and I think it was before... They had released the 360 remastered, whatever. So I got it on PS Vita, I want to say. So I was able to actually play it in HD, and you could actually hook it up to the TV if you have the PlayStation TV. I'm telling you, I get the weird systems. Um, And so I revisited on that and got out of the jungle, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of a Metal Gear. Yeah. XCOM. Never played one. XCOM 2 might be the most time played in a game other than like a world of warcraft or halo or some multiplayer thing xcom 2 love it love it okay uh, i i bought either on sale or one of those giveaways or like i do humble bundle whatever i think i've got all the games let me look is it a it, steam game so, yeah yeah and yeah. that is a game i've been looking for something like it and okay. nothing nothing gives me what that so here's the thing you get a squad of random people, right? But you can okay. rename them. Very, very um, uh, Oregon Trail style, right? Kevin Brackett is yeah. in my the current game I'm running. Uh, I believe he's a sniper. Um, oh, okay. And and they'll die, and there's permadeath, right? So oh. if Kevin Brackett dies, he's dead. Uh-huh. But it also does a good job of like. Um, so people will say that uh, Three Houses. What's that game called? Switch uh, Nintendo. There's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them in Smash now. They're all the sword guys in Smash. Sword Uh, guys, not Kingdom Hearts, not at all Kingdom. No, no, no. I I don't play Smash. I hate Smash. That that might not win me. The subtitle is Three Houses. They just came out with a new one, Fire Emblem. Okay, Aaron. Aaron loves Fire Emblem and all that. I've never played. So here's my problem with Fire Emblem. It is squad based or, or like tactics sort of combat. Okay. And there is permadeath, but they're story people, right? Like, you talk to them. So, in that kind of a game... So, it changes the story if they die? Yeah. I mean, I think they have, like, their own personal stories, and maybe it changes little aspects. Okay. But, like, I can't let that happen. You know what I mean? Like, if it's going to affect the story and I'm going to get a worse ending or something, I can't let this scripted character die. But no. a Kevin Brackett that I have created, mm. that is the story then. If you yeah. if he dies, and that's a story that like I'm sort of writing, and they, they don't do anything really with that. Like It's all what you're kind of making up as you go. And it just does a really good job of like 
letting that happen. There's, I swear, there might might be. I don't really look at the the numbers of individual people, but like, you'll start to be like, now Kevin, he's a great sniper, but freaking Joe can't hit nothing. I can't believe (laughs) this guy. Stats, you think? They do have starting stats, but I don't know how they affect. You know how that is. Like once you level up a point here or there, it doesn't really matter. Right. And I think it probably is like that, but it feels like you've got better people and, and it's uh, great. It's great. I love it. And, and yeah, there's, there's like, there was a Gears of War tactics that just didn't, because you've got these named characters that I can't let die. Or maybe there is no permadeath or like, um, it's, I need it. I need it. I need another game like that. And then they did that Marvel Midnight Suns for, oh, for Axis. Yeah, I've heard. I mean, I've heard mixed reviews on that one. I haven't played it. I want to play it because it's the guys that did XCOM. But like, that's totally not what I want at but all. You're like, not I, gonna. Yeah, they're gonna be Wolverine and stuff. You're not yeah, gonna give a want, random character powers. And, and there is no permadeath. But again, like if it was like, oh, Spider Man died on that mission, the end. I'd be like, well, no. I guess I got to reload. Right. But I'll let Kevin die. Oh no! I thought the whole point of that story was you would never. Mm, I'm I'm trying. I'm sending him way out front. <laughs> he's just too good of a sniper. You don't. He's, you don't put a sniper on the front lines. You're definitely going to get me killed. Well, that's two. Uh, <laughs> I guess I might put I might put the Dark Souls games in in a top. I've spent a lot of time with them. Um, okay, I played Bloodborne the most of those type of games. I've never really gotten too much into the Souls. They're very much on that, like, this is a game, right? Like, this yeah. is just... And I, I like that. I appreciate that. Maybe I'd have to put Red Dead in there. I've just oh. spent a lot of time with it. Um, I'm I'm also having some, I guess, what you'd call recency bias. I'm trying sure. to think of older Well, games. that's why this is a fluid list. This is off right. the top of our heads, you know, like a 10-second answer. I mean, this is just a real quick Because also, yeah. I'm saying... Yeah, just just breezing through this. Yeah, this uh, is all, just... A, yeah. Also, I'm saying games I've spent the most time with, but like thrill of the fight on the uh, on the quest the oculus what? quest it's a boxing game and it's it's really awesome. good it's so okay. good i have a quest and uh Dude. the game i played the most i think i even sent you footage <laughs> uh from it is resident evil 4 vr like yeah I, it is incredible i'll tell you what for vr i don't know if if the listeners if you've never used vr or whatever the quest 2 is really good it's a great machine for a few hundred bucks it does a really I'm, great I'm, job i'm playing on the original and the original and i, I think original it's too. fine it's good like, yeah they're very you can find one cheap um yeah you oh you can get pre-owned on mercari or something for like a hundred bucks because the quest they raised the prices because old zuck got in some trouble uh losing several hundred yeah. billion dollars over there so they had to raise the prices but well those original systems that that's the thing the original system doesn't play Resident Evil 4. That's why I had to get the new one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but with that being said, maybe you can get a pre-owned one of that. The Quest 3 is coming out. So, um, But Resident Evil 4 VR is incredible. It is not just, oh, hey, look, it's a gimmick, and oh, you can look around, it's right. 3D. Like You feel like you are in that Resident Evil game, and you you know, you know carry the gun on the side, you have a first aid spray on your shoulder, and you reach and you grab stuff. You take the gun out, and you release the magazine you grab a new magazine and put it in like you are immersed into the world in a way that i've used vr for a long time i've got the htc vive i've had that since it came out i've got the oculus rift 
Um, yeah, right. I don't know anymore. Uh, yeah, like, they read the computer one. Like I've been an early adopter, and, and VR is really blowing me away. I have PlayStation VR, but uh, the Quest Two and this Resident Evil Four VR. I mean, that is. It's the most impressive VR game I've seen. You know, VR games to me for most of the time have been like mini games. I'm not trying to right. take anything away from them. There's amazing VR games out there. They're tech demos, a lot but, of them. But they're like, hey, this is VR. Let's, what do you call it? Like Gorn. They're like waves. Wave just based, like, yes. Yeah, okay, we can throw these enemies at you. Do it until you can't do it anymore. Start yep. over. Beat Saber, play a song, right? But like Resident Evil 4 is a full AAA story with fully recreated for the vr world and so it really you know with the cutscenes and everything and it's been the greatest vr experience so far and i mean if you if you can play that one i'm sorry matt hopefully you will someday oh, but I, I can got that 4080 baby i'll plug <laughs> that i'll plug that thing right oh in. pc there yeah you go. but uh, anyway it's, it's great yeah th- thrill of the fight thrill of the fight it's a boxing game it's all um it's a workout it's a workout i use it for yeah. exercise uh, and it's it's intense. Like you can't knock the people out if you don't punch hard, or you can't win. You know what I mean? Like a lot of boxing things in VR, or even like Gorn, right? You don't really have to swing your stuff that hard to, no. to win. You can just sort of waggle around. But right. uh, Thrill of the Fight is that's great, man. It looks like uh, shit, but it it's <laughs> uh, it's good. And then uh, I five. I don't I don't know, man. I. Like Super Mario World, I I love that's, Super Mario World. That's will, the hard one, man. Because I would get a ninety six exits on that. <laughs> they had a uh, one of those SNES minis across yeah. the street at this bar where we'd go eat all the time, and I was getting the ninety six exits on every save file, <laughs> and I did it on two of them, and I was in the third one, and somebody spilled a beer on it, and it no. and it broke. And no. uh, I just wanted to see a save file with all three, all, all of them. Oh my know? gosh. Though, so that's, that's a tough one because I almost, when I was like fishing for that fifth one, I almost said super Mario because I mean, those were my first games. Those on mm-hmm. NES, I started playing super Mario, you know, super Mario two is whatever, you know, that's what it is. It's not I really a it. Mario. I mean, it's fun, but it's Don't just not you a, say it. It's Don't not you a, say it. They reskinned it. Panic. It's Doki a Doki Mario Panic. game. Yeah. Okay. The shy guys so, are still around. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the lore. You've got Eggbert or whatever. It's fine. Birdo. Uh, Birdo. Sorry. Birdo. Good um, grief. Female. She's got a bow. She's a female. Some people don't know that. Uh, right? What was uh, a trans in the original booklet? Oh, really? Yeah. I believe preferred oh, okay. to be called a woman well, is what it said in the in the booklet. Well, there you go. Okay, fine. I don't I don't know if they would have uh, been as. I think maybe that was supposed to be. Fun. Oh, you're saying it wasn't progressive. In the... I don't think so at the okay. time, but okay. but in that is what it says or whatever. Okay, it, it, um, but Mario Three I think is is a masterpiece. That is uh, for the NES. I mean, I think that's one of the greatest games. Oh yeah, it's Mario games. Super Mario World, of course. I mean, that's just. It's brilliant. It's amazing. It's a great way to take it to the next step. And then I never really got into... I, I played 64. I mean, I know you didn't have one, so you probably didn't play it a ton. But it, it played it. It was whatever. It was fine. It was a cool tech demo, if you will. And obviously, at the time, I mean, you know, when Banjo-Kazooie and Conker's yeah. Mad Fur Day, these platformers were all the rage, and they were cool. I never really got into it. Never played Mario Sunshine. Played Very Mario Odyssey for... 
played Odyssey for a cup of coffee on the Switch, but never finished it, never really got into it. But I'll tell you what I love is those games like on the Wii U, and then they ported it to the Switch, the like super... What do they call oh, it? Oh, yeah. Uh, new New Super Mario new Brothers. Super Mario. Love it because it takes the best. Oh, and 3D World. 3D World is a I masterpiece. Like 3D World. Uh, that was on the Wii U, and then I think they ported it to Switch as well. 3D World and New Super Mario Brothers U. Those games, like, they exemplify what a Mario game is. They took the best parts of the 2D platformers. The New Super Mario obviously just added a 3D look to a 2D yeah. side scrolling type game. Really fun, but had the same mechanics the same fun gameplay and then super mario 3d world again just takes to the next level where now you have a platformer which is like still has the 2d feel to it but you added 3d in a way that like i think was lacking in 64 and some of those other games i couldn't get into it had the fun and the simplicity of the 2d games but adding in the 3d worlds and really fun stuff so i'll tell you what i love that 3d world game i i I think I got to like the hundred percent in the secret cool. world and star yeah. level and all that. Great game. I liked Odyssey a lot. Uh, you, you know what? The, the The Witcher might Witcher Three might be my if we're doing like modern games. Yeah. That might be my favorite. That has a very Red Dead vibe to me. Okay, it's that's not one a of hard Brad's game. favorites. Uh, I just like the I like the story. I like that. Uh, there, there's games like Mass Effect, right? That kind of started the whole like not started, but early um morality based you can make choices and stuff right but yeah. but it's it's very thin like especially now looking back it's i'm the best guy in the world or i am an evil monster yeah um i love the fable games are they ever nice gonna make old a f- republic yeah they're are making they ever, they're making one right now like i've been waiting in development and like never came out last gen like it was they 360 just, and then they just announced something that like they're like it's a long way off was the, oh, okay. the last thing they said but, and like, but let's you know, be clear, I'm going to play it as a good guy. Like, I don't love those games. Yes. I like the idea of choice, and then I just want to make the good choices. I don't so know. This, this <laughs> is the thing that I think The Witcher did right, and most games yeah. don't do. You are always Geralt, and all of the choices you can make will, what he says at least, make sense for him. Yeah. Like, he, because Witchers aren't supposed to, like, their whole creed is that they don't help people without taking money. So if you oh, okay. if you say, "Hey, give me some money for what I just did," it doesn't feel like this evil thing. Or like if he doesn't want to help someone, or if you don't want to do the quest, he'll say like, "I can't get involved in this." It's not like a, "I'll kill you both" or or whatever. It's not uh, like Mass Effect where your your dialogue choices change the course of the story. Oh, they do. They do. I, I think they change them more than okay. one of the very first quests you can do. It's very good uh lady's sick and you can go make her there's a person helping her she's knocked out or whatever you can make the potion to cure her but it's a witcher potion that only witchers are supposed to take so it Mm. might work it might not or you can just leave her to her own thing so you make the potion of course because i'm a good guy uh, and I'm playing, I'm going on, I'm doing my thing. Hours later, you go into this city and a guy comes running up and he's like, hey, are you the guy that helped that lady? And I'm like, yes, I am. And it's like, hey, man, she is a vegetable now. She's alive, oh. but she's she's just cataton. She's nothing there. And he's I was very, thinking like, she turned into a monster, like Resident Evil style, and is now killing nah. people in the city. Oh. No, and that's the thing. There's nothing. That's it. You just find oh. out that it was bad or, or that every choice you make is... But not if you, you left her, she bad. would die. 
Yes, and he might come up and, and say, "Hey, you left her to die," which is kind of the same thing. Yeah, but, that that kind of sucks. So you can't make a good decision uh-uh. in that case. Like you just and there's a lot of situations like that where you can't really make. But that's a what I'm saying, though. Like, choice. okay, it changed the dialogue and what happened, but you didn't actually change the outcome. Like she's people, well, there's other. I mean, people can die. But it can change the ending. Yeah. Things like that. Okay, I want a game. And again, this is just an introduction, guys. We're going to be so on a trip. And you know what? Con- concise. I was going to uh, say, these are not going to be two-hour episodes each time. No, no, this no, no, is no. like a free free flow experiment. Like just a, yeah, they'll, yeah. They'll be longer usually. Um, <laughs> I, I do you want, think this is real spoilers Patreon? <laughs> I want a game where refusing a quest is sometimes a good idea. I have never played a game where when someone's like, can you help me do this thing? That there's any benefit gameplay-wise to saying no. Hmm. And I want a game where maybe it's just time limit, like you can't do everything or... Oh, that's... uh, Oh, hold on. This is bringing back a thought. There may be something like this. Because you're right. So if you have a side quest and the person goes, please help. My daughter is missing. Can you go find her? And you say no and then you come back 10 hours later please help my daughter right. is missing there's no good or bad there's no difference they wait for you um but there and if is you say some no, game where it runs out what is it i was playing something and i swear but even gave, that right for me it's like even if it runs out you can't take it again there's right. never a good reason to say no oh. you you don't like gain anything or like not make some sometimes there's faction things but that's even pretty rare you know that like talking about factions man that lord of the rings game the one, one where you, the one uh shadow of more oh shadow yeah 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 and then shadow of war the sequel where they came up with that system and then yep. wb copyright or patented that system so no one else can use it in any other game and like it's such a great system where you level up and the enemies get harder and all that stuff and it's like they're not doing anything with it dude i think to me, the best use of that would be a bully sequel. Yeah. Because you can't kill people, right? Like right. any game where you can kill people, you have to have some magical right. reason for that. But like in Bully, you would just beat them up and then they could always come back. It would totally make sense. Come back that stronger. They could, right. Bigger bullies. Bigger bullies. There you go. Uh, How is that not? I mean, I don't know if it's just the time we're in. Like, I just, I guess you can't really make a game that's about a bully. I don't know. And would it. Would it sell as... I think yeah. Rockstar's are the thing where they just can't do anything else, right? Besides... GTA. <clears throat> and so, Red Dead, I guess. Uh, well, yeah, sometimes. Like, GTA is... The GTA thing is wild. I mean, I know this is a whole... That's true. You're are right. Are we allowed to talk about something else? Are we... Like, can I talk about GTA now? Um, as long as you don't wrap up what you were just saying, I okay. think that will be okay, fine. Okay. GTA, right? Like, PS3, 360... PS4, Xbox One, PS5, Xbox Series X, like that. The game's incredible, and like I think they just make trillions of dollars off of it. But isn't that weird that we live in a time where you can just not yeah. make the next game, and like this thing yep. can live forever? I, it's a wild. Concept. I think that's funny because I'm saying Red Dead because it sold so much. I'm sure it was a big success or whatever, but it must pale in comparison to what the oh. multiplayer of gta is doing which yeah like and that's to be clear it's i mean the story is fine it's a cool story and you know you got heists and all that good stuff but i mean the online is just it's unbelievable that they're yeah. in like 
chapter 24 of the online story yeah. and they get snoop dog and dr dre to come play parts and like that game has taken on such a massive following and it's funny because like i don't really know anybody that plays it i don't uh-uh. know anyone that's a religious gta player and i don't hear about it like if i pull up twitter or i go on facebook no one's talking about gta but there must be yeah hundreds of millions of people continuously buying the shark cards and upgrading their vehicles and like yeah, it's just what even demographic is it because i feel like it's yeah. not it's not like it's just like oh younger kids play that because they i know what they play to some fortnite. degree right like, like yeah they're playing not, fortnite yeah. they were playing uh uh among us was a big or, or uh fall guys was a big one for a minute five nights at freddy's like i feel like i, I have a little bit of an idea of of what like a, a much younger group of people play twitch is how you find out right Twitch is sure. how you find out how yeah. many people. Okay, so if I go on Twitch right now and I type in Grand Theft Auto Five, there are one hundred and thirteen thousand viewers Jeez. right now. One hundred and thirteen thousand. It. This is eleven a.m. Central Time, our time. Just you know, hundred thousand people watching someone else, play. and that's someone watching. That's not even all the players. Like, by the way, is, I'm not saying watching someone else is bad. To be no, derogative just, to that, I'm saying that if that many people are watching other people play it, how many people then are the people playing? that are playing? Because yes. they're all probably playing it. And then, yeah, right. I I think I've got a pretty big revelation for you, though, Matt. So I just said a hun- over 110,000 people are watching GTA V, a game that came out on, debuted on PS3, and yeah. we're now two years into PS5. Fortnite is, like, clearly one of the biggest games ever, right? Sure, yeah. 160,000 viewers. GTA V is over 110,000. Wow. I mean, it shouldn't even be. I mean, not shouldn't, but you know, you know yeah, good even for be that. Close. But it's like, yeah, why? Why is GTA Online at 110 compared to the most popular game in the world that is like all the yeah. kids are playing it and everything? So that is the power. That is why Rockstar's not making new games. Yes, yeah. they're like, uh, we got a pretty good thing coming out. And like, uh, what if six comes out and it sucks? Well, and they're going to just cannibalize right? their own. They have to have something. Right. Gosh, think of all that progression that people will lose moving over to a new game they've got to uh, transfer it right because so you're right you have hundreds if not thousands of hours you you could transfer your character they just did the thing not just within the last year or whatever when they made the ps5 port you could take your character on ps4 that had yeah. two thousand hours one time you could move it on your account to the newer version because yeah, they have to realize people have money into this game, right? This is no longer, Oh man, I've got a hundred hours on my save file. And now I just bought the PS five version. I can't transfer my save and like get to the story I was at. It's like, no, no, no. I have $6,000 into GTA online. Like you have to let me transfer it. But are you, you going like, to, you know what they should do? What's that? You, so you start a new character. It's a new game, new city. Mm-hmm. But if you have a character on, five yeah that's like your cousin in another city oh you can pop over they'll send you money or so they'll wire (laughs) you some money or something or do they keep it i mean this probably won't work maybe with all the servers and everything but what if you could bounce back and forth in gta 6 online and go to your gta 5 city and keep your casino that'd be wild i mean that would be like right the thing right like you've already built up this world but like it's six you don't want to just have the same right they have to give yeah. you a reason so you have two cities you can go to gta 5 online whatever is it san andreas whatever the five is you can go there and then it's not can, san what is it it's not because i thought they brought i thought the map from five is san andreas or part of it is it not 
I don't know why I can't think of it at all. Like I have usually, you know, in your brain, you got like yeah. a, a letter or something, but I don't. Uh, well, we're game guys. We're Los, Los Santos. Los Santos. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking there was a crossover between one of the older games. I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah. You play I, as CJ in five the whole time. What? I'm no. Not, I'm not. Oh, I'm I was going to say, I'm just I, was like, I'm just I was like, wait a minute, what happened? It's, it's the a, same character. <laughs> Trevor and Mike. and No, 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 no. No, it's just CJ? That's a, that's a DLC. Well, listen, Matt, did we finish the train of thought? What were we talking about before I went to GTA 5? I know you told me we have to go back to it, so. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Super Mario. So, yeah, that'll be my fifth. That's your fifth? All right. Yeah, that's my fifth. I guess. All right. Hmm. Okay. That, that's it, right? We can't talk about any other subjects. It seems like this has been a great introduction to who we are. Yeah. Uh, that, certainly not at all what we're doing here. Yeah. You know, this is a get to know us, our experience with games. I think you've gotten a whole history of the games we grew up on, what we like to play, all that How stuff. How we so. rented them. Yeah. <laughs> I, you tell me. I don't know. I mean, we, we haven't actually really discussed this at all. I feel like this will be somewhat of a, of a loosey-goosey show as in... Each ep might be a maybe one day we're talking about one game, maybe one day we're talking about favorite weapons in gaming, maybe one time we're talking about combo weapons. Com, com, our favorite combo is our favorite characters. Uh, maybe we're playing an Bubsy. old game. Um, we will hop around a bunch. It's not like a, this is a gaming news podcast and that's what we do type of type of deal. How about Earthworm Jim? I liked Earthworm Jim. Good old Earthworm Jim. A video game character that they spun off into a cartoon series. Had the toys. That's how popular Earthworm Jim is. And yeah. if you're asking who the hell is Earthworm Jim, it's a valid question, but Earthworm Jim was huge. And he is getting an exclusive game on the Amico. No. Well, I don't Stop think it's it. happening, but you can see a, a quote demo for it. Really? Uh, that doesn't, I don't think it's r- real. Old that, Tommy. That old Amico been, thing isn't happening, is it? Is I it don't, really? I, uh, oh, I, you got some YouTube videos to watch. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Am I right uh, about that, Kevin? That, that maybe we do it. We don't. Whoa, we'll bop around between different things. It's there's not, not every, a set format. This Here's the deal, Matt. And I want to tell you this, and I want to tell the listeners this. We're a couple of guys that like to play video games. We're throughout different points in our lives. Our video game playing has been maybe our whole day, our whole week, our whole month. Maybe it's been one time late at night that we've been able to squeeze in a couple levels of whatever. It varies. We're not professional game critics. We don't play every new game. We don't collect every retro game. We're just a couple of guys that like games, have always liked games in one way, shape, or form. And we just want to talk about games. And per- and perhaps maybe the goal is to make me not hate video games anymore. Well, that is also true. I actually started this podcast thinking I was going to talk to someone who liked video games. Uh-uh. No. And so it's interesting that I decided to start a podcast about video games with someone who does not like video games. Don't care for them. So we'll see how that goes. So it will be a journey, a journey of discovery. We'll laugh. We'll cry. We'll hurl, maybe. I don't know. It just depends. If you're going to hurl, hurl into this. <laughs> exactly. The Mirthmobile. We'll play. We'll set up. You know how people do like, I put a PS5 in the back of this Volkswagen Passat. Oh, yeah. Let's put a PS5 in the back of the Mirthmobile. Do you want to... We could play the Pimp My Ride game for the next episode. I have it. <laughs> I own it. 
I know exactly. I know exactly where it is. I own the Pimp My Ride game on, I think Xbox or PS2 or something. Yeah. Do you? Do we say what we're doing for next time? Do we know? That's a good question. So, if you listen to this, if there is a place to comment on it or whatever, maybe throw out some things that you'd like us to do. Obviously, again, it won't be as freeform as this. This is a get to know you episode. But like Matt said, sometimes we'll play a game and talk about it. Sometimes we'll do an interview. Sometimes we'll have guests on that are video game collectors, people that uh, have been, you know, in the industry or around it. Um, we're going to change it all the time. But if there's something that you want to do in particular or hear us talk about, feel free to give a suggestion. Um, but rumor has it. We may be doing a live playthrough of a classic PC game. And I don't know if I want to give away what it is yet, but if you grew up in the era of playing 386 PC games, you may be very familiar with this game. And then this is where we'd say the thing that we say at the end of every episode. But we don't know what that is yet. Should that just be our thing that we say? And this is the part where we say that thing that we say at the end of every episode. But we don't know what that thing is I like, yet. Oh, just right. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I like funny things. I like it. I like funny things. Well, Matt, I like funny things. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> I like funny things. <laughs> hey, Matt. Until next time, keep gaming. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Game on, gamers. <laughs> Game on, brother. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> snap into a snap into a PS Slim. Stay stay powered up. <laughs> Gamers. Grab your grab your energy. <laughs> hey Matt, grab your G Fuel and let's pop into another episode of Circle of Wizards. This is game over, but there's always a continue. <laughs> You've been listening to Circle of Wizards. Gather round and circle up. <laughs> yeah. Hey. That's cowboys. Oh yeah. Cowboys circle up. Wizards Matt, do too. I seen them do it. This isn't this ain't no rectangle. And this certainly ain't an oval. This ain't no disco. Ain't this no country the, club. I don't know that uh, one. Uh you talking lost head. Me. Talking head. Oh, okay. You know you lost me. Music. I I forgot. You, I, don't, I don't have to pretend. Matt. I don't have to pretend here. Hey, relax. Okay. Deep breath. Let your shoulders slump. <sighs> you don't have to be that character on this show. Mega Man, Castlevania. It's <laughs> oh, Billy. Mega Man, Mega Man. Those are some good ones. Those are some good ones. What do you think? All right, we're doing the outro, but we're talking about another game now. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. All right, uh, game on. Goodbye. Bye.